Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome, yeah, that's what I said now. I'm getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome, yeah, that's what I said. What's up, guys? It's the Awesome Cast number 25. We are back with everything awesome that's coming up in tech this week and all that. We got with us, of course, I'm your host, Sorg, and uh, with me, we're we're trying something different. This We've been doing this on the Mayhem Show. Uh, if you notice, uh, uh, two two people, both in color, and on one screen right there. Uh, of course, on the on the right is my usual co-host, Rob De La Creta. How you doing? Hey, <laughs> I uh, I I don't know how I feel about this new Skype. It's kind of turned my world all upside down. Face There's so many windows and options, and it's it's trying so hard to be iChat. I can't quite contain myself. <laughs> And uh, right there on the left is Chachi return, returning to the show. How you doing this week, man? I'm all right. Thanks for having me back. He's so excited. I was beginning to think you guys forgot about me. No, no, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, let's get right into it. We're having a lot of technical difficulties. I know there's a little bit of audio problems uh, going on there again. You know, uh, I think uh, Rob is on the Skype Beta 5 for Mac. Uh, so I think I think we're finding all the beta issues. Uh, going on there, so we'll, we'll roll with that. Do as good as uh, do as well as we can. Everybody looks good. You got you guys are looking devilish on the Skype this week. I always look good on Skype mostly. <laughs> Man, everybody's in color. It's all good. It's all good. And then we can do other stuff with this thing. So uh, let's get right into it. The first thing I have is uh, Rock Melt, uh, which is a new browser based on Chromium. Um, basically, it's a it's going to be a new social media browser. There's a preview you can sign up for now. Um, I looked a little bit into it. Uh, I know, I know, Rob, you, you were just, uh, checking out the promo video they have on their website. What'd you think of it? Well, actually, I have it. Oh, you didn't get that far. <laughs> uh, no, I have it, not haven't. Oh, lucky, lucky bastard that got the preview. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, the video gives a pretty good, um, preview of what it is. Um, got a little echo and it's kind of getting into my brain yeah yeah it's but, all, it's, it's it's going up and down on iran too and i'm going to adjust accordingly that's exciting um <laughs> but the best way i can describe it is that you know how when you fir- the first time you use tweet deck the whole thing is really overwhelming because you have so many different tools and outlets all at your fingertips yeah uh i i feel like this is the exact same thing and it's going to appeal to a very certain type of user mm-hmm. uh and they, they do sh- like my, I think uh, what really shows it in the video is if you just ignore what he's saying and listen to every time he clicks something, uh, he, he probably clicks like 50 times in the video and he only does like five or six things. This is a very like mouse click, over click, select that click, drag it here, click, move it here, click, send it to that person, click. It's very, it's, it's, it's a lot about getting things done, but not about getting things done simply. It, it seems like a, more of a, a getting things done at your at your fingertips more than anything. Not 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 yeah, you know, like you said, not a ease of use uh, kind of deal. Uh, I we 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 talk a lot of times about how how Google uh, doesn't they they build things like engineers, and that kind of seems like the angle this is coming from. 
Yeah, sort of. I mean, this is, it's very pretty. I'll give them that. Um, but it's also like, okay, problem number one. I don't use my Facebook account. Like, I, I do use my Facebook account a lot, but everybody who's online for Facebook, like, I don't use Facebook chat, mm-hmm. first of all. I'm, I've never been a fan, mostly because I'm that guy that just forgets that Facebook has, like, this online chat thing and, in the middle of a conversation, I'll close the tab and forget that I was even talking to anybody. Yeah, or yeah. or you're sitting there and uh, what what what's that sound coming from? Oh my yeah, oh, that I mean, sound. I mean, it oh, was it was weeks before. It's it's, like, it, yeah, it's so it's so small, and if you're not paying attention, you're like, what, is there something dripping? What's going on? Um, yeah, and and it, it seems like one of those browsers, much like Flock, you have to already have a want and need. To be participating in all these different services that are so integrated. Yeah, and, and the other uh, the other point that I've seen passed around is that is basically, I mean, like you said, it's built on Chromium, um, open source Chrome, and essentially all it is, like really drill it down, is Chrome with extensions. Yeah, there is just about nothing you can do in Rockmelt that you can't do by picking and choosing certain extensions. And uh, which like was. Chrome, I can do that. If I want Facebook in Chrome, I can do that. Um, so, I, I mean, I feel like this is going to excite a, a very small handful of people, but this is by no means like any kind of competition in the browser market or anything like that. It, it's another toy. And I don't, I, I mean, I, I hate to sound so pessimistic, but I, I don't think it's going to go too far except for that small crowd of people that loves to be surrounded by everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I just watched the video literally an hour before this. Yeah. And I can say that I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need all of the crap that they're trying to push, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, it's also kind of like Motoblur in that, like, the reason I hated Motoblur was that it tried to give you all of your social media in one mouthful, and it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Right. My mouth is only so big, I can't handle all of it in, in my mouth. What what did have how successful was Flock when it tried to do something like this with uh I believe it was built on Firefox if I recall. Um, it was it was well Flock was popular. Flock was one of those browsers when you're talking to like a Leo Laporte or something they'd be like oh well when I'm doing this I use you know WebKit when I'm doing this I use Safari when I'm doing this I use Firefox when I'm doing this I use Flock like basically whenever you wanted to uh, interact exclusively with your social media you could use Flock and that was cool. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a total hedge case, and it's it's useful in that case. But besides that, and I think the like what Flock had going for it was um, he used Flock a handful of times and never really got into it. But I, it wasn't. I, I feel like the integration in Flock for social media was better than just extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like like you you could like put your hands over certain parts of the screen, and it it shows that it's it's based on Chrome. It's ideally Chrome. I wonder how many people. That rock melt is going to convert to Chrome. More importantly, uh, and they're like, "Oh, rock melt is cool, but it's kind of annoying that there's all this stuff on the side." And their, you know, their friend is like, "You know, it's just Chrome, right? Why don't, why don't you just get mm-hmm. Chrome?" I, I was kind of curious uh, what was going on with Flock, and I, I pulled up their website. Look at the high five! Look at the high five going on there. This is the the manly high five browser, apparently. Well, uh, everyone loves high, high fiving. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Some it looks like talking. an ad for. Some kind of STD cream or something. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> we're clean. I he might be wearing an iPhone T-shirt. 
Like right there. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look into that. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's a, it, it's gotten a lot of buzz. Is it's really uh, just in the last couple of days it's kind of surfaced, right? So I, yeah, I, I'm really surprised how much buzz it's gotten. I mean, I was there was a story on NPR about it last night. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why do why do why do I care? I don't even care. Why do they care? Mm-hmm. And how long have you had your hands on it? Um, since five o'clock today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, Chachi. What are you doing? Scratching my nose. Oh, I mean, it was on the audio. Chachi has his uh, power glove from this week's episode. And Chachi says he's rocking over there. No, it's not just from this week's episode. This is why I play when I'm gaming uh, for for his life. From from his life, straight from his life, his power glove. Right, straight from my life. <laughs> this is my everything power glove. This is this right. is this is my oven mitt, which is really hard because I'm pretty sure it's not suitable for that. Um, no, there's no protection there at all. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. You can go back to your uh, rock melt. Oh, you're not excited. I think Chachi's the gauge. He's not terribly excited about this either. So. Oh, also, no, I signed name? up for the preview, but yeah. The, the name Rockmelt. <laughs> Rock I mean, the the icon is cool. You got me there, but that's about it. And um, Rockmelt. Right. <laughs> what do What are you getting at? Rockmelt. Is it made of magma? I don't. I don't. I don't even. Yeah, they didn't even drop vowels or anything like computer. any other cool new company. Um. Yeah. So, they... so yeah, that's the. I don't know. Another browser news. There's another one. Skyfire got released. Uh, I actually got it Wednesday, I think. Uh, Wednesday evening, I think I saw a tweet go out. Uh, maybe it was by you, Rob. I, I, I can't recall. Um, but, uh, downloaded it. It was a $3 browser. Been watching the daily show on my phone. It's been pretty cool, actually. Um, so successful, in fact, they actually had to stop selling it for a period of time. And, uh, apparently they're letting it out, uh, in spurts. Not, not that it's, uh, they had any problem with Apple. Uh, apparently, of course, uh, how, how it's working is, uh, they get permission from these websites to, uh, basically take the flash video from, say, dailyshow.com or spiketv.com, convert it on their servers and push it out into their browser on your phone. And that's how we yeah. get around the flash problem. Now, apparently the problem is they're so successful they weren't ready for the bandwidth consumption consumption of that ser- part of the service. Yeah. And uh, I would... That audio is killer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going all over the place. Thank you, Skype. Um, <laughs> uh, right, so I was uh, I was poking around when, when it was released. I, I was poking... I, I didn't buy it, because I honestly have no need for it. But um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not... I, I, I have never found, like, YouTube is as far as I go, and Vimeo plays on the iPhone because it uses uh, HTML5. Well, it uses, um, uh, uh, you know, that other file format for video that Apple is pushing now. H.264? Thank you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was just, like, checking it out in, uh, in the iTunes store, and uh, I thought it was really funny that a lot of people were very angry that... Uh, they thought that it was going to convert Flash websites into something that was viewable on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Even though if you look at the description of the app, it like very distinctly says this converts Flash video. And I think that's also why when this when this was uh, announced, it was announced like main media, like nightly news in a lot of places. 
And I think it was because of like a misconception that this was going to like, you know, we talked about it last week, I think, how they were saying like, oh, Flash is available on the iPhone. Oh, Flash is not available on the iPhone. This thing that converts the video on a handful of websites is not even converting the video on all the websites because like you said, they have to get permission. Mm. So there's actually a lot of angry people, including the complete morons who are uh, complaining that uh, the video on this application that was developed for the iPhone looks terrible when launched on the iPad and viewed at 2x. Yeah, I think it's a part of the, let's say, a part of the marketing, a part of the uh, the articles. I mean, go to things. Most of the articles you saw last week were Flash finally coming to the iPhone. You know, mm-hmm. with, of course, it was explained within the article, usually, hopefully. Uh, but in this case, I, I don't, you know, it, it's... You know, it's one of those things where I think the media kind of took it in a different direction. And of course, you know how sensational is that people have been uh, in regards to everything iPhone. So, yeah. But, um, but hey, it works. It's here, and they did, it's the first time I've seen that they've had to pull an app uh, for for its successfulness. Successfulness. For successfulness. Success. Sure. So success. <laughs> Excellent, uh, Rob. You want to? What do you want to talk about next? Uh, Fire sheep. Yeah, yeah, I think we're, it's, it's funny, we've got this kind of, like, awesome uh, disjointedness, thanks, thanks to Skype. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're rolling with it, we don't, we, we have an idea what we want to talk about, but not necessarily in order, um, yeah. so. But, uh, yeah, Fire Sheep, so Fire Sheep, funny story, we talked about Fire Sheep last week, right, and um, mm-hmm. so Friday, I spent most of uh, my Friday in several coffee shops, and uh, the first coffee shop I went to, uh, their Wi-Fi was broken. <laughs> and uh, here's a PSA for you. If you run a coffee shop and your Wi-Fi is broken, put a sign in the window so I don't want to burn the place down after I bought a cup of coffee to be nice to you. Um, so anyway, I went to another coffee shop and uh, a lot of people were coming in and coming out. I was like, oh, hey, time to try out Fire Sheep. And uh, it's really hilarious how easy it is, how mind-bogglingly easy it was, to the point where I could watch somebody walk into the cafe sit down, open up their laptop, and just, like, sit there and, and watch the Fire Sheep window, and I'd see a, fr- a fresh Facebook log on, pop up, and I could click it, and I have full access to everything in their profile. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I've sat there, uh, I was home this weekend, uh, and apparently my sister's uh, house, they, they've actually opened up their Wi-Fi, so they don't have to worry about that dreaded password that Verizon gives you with their routers, uh, which, which is kind of okay, since they're out in the middle of nowhere. Um... But it was a perfect opportunity for me to test this. So I sat there right next to my nephew. He was logged into uh, Google and Facebook, which, you know, as a 15-year-old, that can be very dangerous in its own right. Uh, and I was like, hey, look, here's your uh, Facebook page over on my browser. And I showed him the thing, and I showed him, and I told him why he needs to be worried about it. And it was it was a great test. Um, I, I tried it last week. There was nobody with a, with a laptop in the coffee shop I was in Mount Lebanon. Uh, I tried it yesterday when I was in there and it was, it was a really eerie feeling because I saw, I saw Facebook come up. I, I didn't, didn't click on anything, didn't go to anybody's Facebook page. You know, I feel, I feel like that's kind of the line in testing this thing, uh, unless it's somebody you know. Um, and you saw the guy's picture there in the Facebook and I looked over and there's the guy at the table and I'm like, this, this feels completely wrong and way yeah. too easy. And, yeah, I've been I've been very careful about my coffee shop use ever since, like logging into the home machines uh, if I want to touch any Facebook or anything. Yeah, and uh, somebody when I had posted some screenshots uh, last 
Friday of, uh, of what I was looking at, basically. I didn't, like, change anything or go to anything personal, but I was, like, curious how far it went to make sure that it was actually, like, I mean, the, the technology is that it intercepts the cookie, so you should have full access to everything. You can click around a little bit. Like, you can edit a profile. You can do everything you can do, just like you were logged in. And uh, so I posted a couple screenshots, um, and uh, somebody had replied mentioning SSL strip, which is something that's been around for a while. And it was like, oh, you think that's good? You should check out uh, SSL strip. And the funny thing is that like SSL strip has been around for a little while. Uh, it's done by a guy with a great name, Moxie Marlin Spike. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that is awesome. Yeah, I think uh, he presented this at a uh, Black Hat DC 2009. And it basically does the exact same thing. It um, takes advantage of, uh, of a lack of HTTPS and, and flaws in security to um, intercept logins, basically. And it works really well, but it requires you to understand a little bit of Python. You have to run it. There's instructions involved. The thing that makes uh, FireSheep so incredibly dangerous is that there are no instructions needed whatsoever. So there it is. Like, I, I actually pulled up the, uh, the image you tweeted. Uh, last week. Uh, there it is. It looks like, also interesting, it, it shows you what's vulnerable on your own computer. Cause well, that was because I had Chrome open as well. Yeah. And it was intercepting my logins from Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of yeah. course, you were, see there, now everybody knows your email, unfortunately, but you put it on Twitter, so. Um, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it wasn't hard to figure out. But yeah, there's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tim, Tim Blank down there. Now, this is interesting. The Yahoo, uh, un- unknown user, user. Yeah, Yahoo didn't work. Funny story, Yahoo, that nobody uses, really. Yahoo doesn't work. You could not intercept uh, a Yahoo login. You also could not intercept a Google login. Like, it would pop up, but when you clicked on a Google login, it would bring you to an iGoogle page that wasn't logged in. Okay. Uh, Yahoo would give you a blank page. Now, this works for... Does this work for any network that you're you're on? Well, it needs needs to be an unsecured open network. It does not need to be unsecured. Oh, so because there there was talk that if you were on a WPA network or a web network, uh, it would it wouldn't have this problem. That will not protect you at all. Really? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> you realize I'm so trying this at work tomorrow. Yeah, I realize you probably are. Because I well, then again, we'll we'll work on a wired network. Um, I don't know. I will let you know. <laughs> I am trying it tomorrow. I will send the tweets. <laughs> well, I'm not going to obviously put out anything like dangerous. I'm just saying I will. I will show you the answers tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow! Because this is honestly the first I've heard about this. And Josh is getting educated here on the awesome cast. Um, all right. Well, actually, there there is some some measures. Uh, I was reading about. Um, I actually forget what the what the fixes were. Uh, but there is there is one way to circumvent that came out called Black Sheep uh, that will sit there and uh, detect and, and and protect from fire sheep. It says. Um, but that's the thing; it only notifies you. Uh, it's not actually blocking anything. It'll come up uh, with with a, a black bar. Uh, they'll say somebody is uh, using Fire Sheep on this network. Um, so you know, get DF off. Um, but there's also uh, HTTPS everywhere. Yeah, 
That's is, that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To uh, force TLS usage, um, basically uh, forcing encryption wherever it's available as mm-hmm. a Firefox extension. Which, um, yeah, and of course, if if you guys are using most bank websites or hopefully HTTP, HTTPS, uh, Gmail, you know, we, we saw Google didn't work in practice. Um, so, you know, something, especially, you know, so many people on coffee shops, um, and, and, you know, to, to what point do we need to worry about our home network, you know? But, you know, I guess if you're password protected, no, it, it just has to be people on your network, huh? Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's a concern and, and, and hopefully, I, I think they, they said the new, uh, update to Firefox cannot install this plugin. I don't know if you've read anything to the contrary. I, I saw I saw a tweet about it yesterday. I think uh, for a news article, um, but I, I was not able to look into it any further. So. I wonder if because the uh, extension is open source, I imagine you can modify the extension. To yeah, I'm sure. It. I'm sure that'll last long. You know, um, the, yeah, there's probably already an update for FireSheet to get around it. So I just um, did uh, did a double check on that encryption thing. It looks like uh, if you use WPA or WPA2, it's all right. But if uh, you're using WEP, it is no good. Ah, huh, I'm going to have to change my uh, passwords here. Our uh, stuff here. Yeah, and uh, uh, let's see. Uh, if they're encrypted using WEP, an older and less secure method, method, avoid them unless you personally trust anybody else who might be on the network at the same time. For example, if it's your home network and you only gave the WEP password to members of your family, although in this case, if it's your home Wi-Fi router and you have control over it, you really should use WPA or WPA2 encryption instead, just because they're safer in other ways. There's another Mm. TSA for you. You should not be using WEP for any reason. And kind of go along with that, mine is on what, you know, basically what the default was with Verizon, which they put, I think, everybody on uh, WEP. The WP. Yeah. So, uh, you know, something, something to look into to upgrade for your system. But we're lucky people have secured networks now, uh, yeah. thanks to those routers being handed out with those kind of built in. So. If, if anybody is curious, um, uh, I, for, I forget what it's called, but there's like probably like three or four software packages available that can crack a web key by an idiot in like 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm actually gonna, discouraging, but not any kind of security. I'm actually going to try to install it here on this one. Uh, well, but again, this is this is one that's uh, kind of networked with the hard line, so I don't know if it would even work. So, yeah. but I'd be curious. Um, so we'll, we'll play with that a little bit later. Um, all right, well, let's let's uh, take a moment to, to talk about our sponsor, of course, uh, Backblaze. Uh, you want you want to keep all that stuff backed up? I just got two more terabyte drives in the mail today. Uh, that I'll be filling here pretty soon with with episodes of Awesome Cast, Awesome uh, of the Awesome Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, that I need to get backed up. I want to make sure I don't lose any of that stuff. Um, looking at redundant back backups here. And it's, it's nice to know that it's secure, uh, offline in case, in case a, uh, hellacious flood hits and I lose my house on the hill. Um, but, uh, go check it out. Tell me about <laughs> I realize wow. the elevation I'm at and, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll swing by with the ark and pick up yeah, your Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what every time, uh, my, uh, mother-in-law asks, asks if we're having any flooding, if we're worried about it, I say, if there's any flooding, uh, that I'm worried about, I will be building the ark. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Me too, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you're probably in the same. Well, you'd probably be worse off. You're closer to the river than I am. 
Um, yeah, but I'm at the top of the uh, I'm at the top of 40th Street. If water gets to me, we're in serious trouble. Yeah, yeah, same with Chachi. At least, at least, at least we voted for a high elevation. But other than that, other, other than water damage, um, of course, yeah, uh, a lot of us working on coffee shops, like we've been talking with the fire sheep thing. You know, you never know know what's going to happen uh, with that. With uh, you know, maybe you leave something behind. Maybe your laptop gets stolen when you're not looking. Yeah, you know, refilling your latte. Uh, but you be be safe be have a little peace of mind five dollars a month with backblaze go check them out uh support the show uh by checking them out only five dollars a month it's great uh backblaze.com so uh supporters of the awesome cast and sorgatronmedia.com so all right what do we got next here guys um some other big news from the week uh hey chachi you'll be happy about this maybe uh, there's been a big fight over what is 4G in, uh, <laughs> in advertising, which we're pretty sure nobody has at this point. Um, of course, uh, the big thing is T-Mobile ran, uh, this ad, uh, pictured here, uh, nice Apple ad kind of set up, uh, claiming that they're going to be the biggest 4G provider, uh, in the country, uh, which I think they're running HDSPA+. Plus. Uh, and of course, uh, Sprint's the other one that's touting to have, uh, 4G, uh, which is something completely different, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. As well. Audio goes. Uh, yeah, True 4G is, um, by the, uh, I forget what they're called, the people who look after this kind of thing. Some shadowy governing board of standards and practices of, uh, of this sort of thing. The uh, the ITU radio communication sector. Uh, <laughs> oh, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so by the... Uh, my eyes are bouncing around here. The ITU-R, in order to call yourself 4G, uh, you must have a target peak data rate uh, up of up to approximately 100 megabits per second for high mobility and 1 gigabit per second for uh, low mobility, uh, that's like nomadic, local wireless, stuff like that. Um, scalable bandwidth up to at least 40 megahertz should be provided. So funny story, this whole T-Mobile thing is, uh, what is that, 21 megabits? So, um, yeah. Not even <laughs> close. And uh, HSDPA, uh, current HSDPA uh, support downloads of 1.8, 3.6, 7.2, and 14. Uh, let's see. There's also HDSDPA Plus, which is what uh, T-Mobile is currently touting at 42 megabits downlink and 84 megabits, which released nine of 3GPP standards. Why is it called 3GPP? Because it's not 4G, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's lying is the short end of this whole story. Right. But interesting, I, well, I guess there, there was one show I was listening to uh, said in, in even Sprint's case, uh, they basically internally called it 4G because it was their fourth generation. Sounded good, so they went with it with marketing. Yeah. So, um, and, and as 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 uh, we come with Verizon, AT and T, I think are both doing LTE, uh, which are going to be wildly different technologies. I think than both of these companies are using. Um, so LTE is going to be the closest thing to actual 4G. LTE is actually considered. Um, part of uh, the 4G bandwidth spectrum and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take longer for them to implement. Yeah, but I, I think um, last time I looked at everybody's roadmaps, basically you can say by the end of 2011, LTE should be available from every carrier. 
uh, at least in large metropolitan areas and the areas surrounding that. Um, but I think what we're really, we're really seeing is, remember back when uh, USB 2.0 first came out, and there was high-speed USB and USB 2.0, and then certified USB 2.0, and then gold connectors for monster cables, and they were all <laughs> different things. We, we, we kind of get the same thing now with, uh, well, up until recently, uh, with the wireless N, weren't we? Were we? I, I, yes. Yeah, cause, uh, same thing. Because I think they were uncertified for a while. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they released a wireless end devices well before they had uh, finalized the standard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of geeking out going on the show today. Just saying. <laughs> oh, we're we're, let's just throw out some random numbers. I mean, we are yeah. nerding it up. We are yep. nerding lots of... Let's see. How many acronyms can I throw in, in one sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk to the Chachi. What's been getting your uh, attention in the tech world this week? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's it's been kind of a slow news week. It has. All oh. these people are talking about Windows Seven and what? Oh, the Who's phone. Talking about Windows Seven. Mobile Windows Seven. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the, the phone came out like today, didn't it? What's that? The phone came out today. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's geeking out over mobile Windows Seven and Windows tablets that are all full of crap. And... <laughs> no, seriously. All right, it doesn't. I, I love Windows. All right. Wow. I use it. I support it. It's what I do. I can't. I, I don't know when's the last time I heard somebody say I love Windows. Yeah, that that kind of. I think my brain stopped turning for a second. I mean, I mean, people use Windows. People people do their work on Windows. People play games on Windows, but nobody loves Windows. I thought. I I I love Windows. Preach on, preach on. Tell us, convert us. But I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not converting you. I'm <laughs> I want to hear. I'm talking to Rob, who's connected to us with a Mac, and I'm yeah. talking to you, who has a MacBook and a Mac Pro. No, no, I have an I have an iMac. Or an iMac, whatever. Whatever. It's a Mac. I, whatever. It's a Mac. It's from Apple. Steve Jobs gave it to you. He said, oh. here, use this. Buy it because of the Apple. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at me. You know it's true. That shiny, light-up Apple on the back of all their products will, let, will make people buy it in a heartbeat. It's kind of cool. It will. It's not why I buy it, but it will. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a cat playing with it the other day. Actually, my getting sidetracked. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> this whole episode has oh. been kind of sidetracked. Oh, no, stop! Okay, uh, getting sidetracked. I have to say though that I love all of the TV uh, cover-ups. I guess you could call it uh, TV shows using what is what would be a Mac if they could pay the uh, the rights for it. Remember back in the day when, when Macs were the most popular computer on TV because they were cheaper? Right. Independence Day, that's what took down the, the spaceship. Yep. But, uh, it's such as, and... <sighs> iCarly. Right. iCarly? On iCarly? You, they have... Are you a fan pairs. of the iCarly? No, I've just seen the, the intro to it. Okay. Um, they have pairs. Oh, yeah. Instead of apples. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. 
And then, uh, what was I watching last night? Something I was watching last night, it was uh, just a big uh, light-up, basically, globe on the back of the computer. I called it the iWorld. But I'm loving what the TV shows are doing with that. I'm a big fan of the uh, Dell laptops with the Apple sticker. (laughs) And there's uh, Chachi's favorite show, iCarly, right there. For those curious, I isn't isn't that the thing they were saying that that they ripped off I Justine for that show? Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I, I don't I quite like follow the uh, the Nickelodeon as much as some people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Avatar is pretty cool until they did that movie. Come on. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, I haven't seen. It's still, I'm, I'm seeing people use that that Windows phone, and I, I. I, I need to get my hands on one, you know, to kind of kind of see what what the what the deal is with it, because I I don't really get the navigation. You just got take. Was that charge? If you if you take Windows Seven mm-hmm. and shrink it down, it's mobile. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think that's why it's they had a problem crash. before. And it crashes. It's gonna crash. It's gonna crash. Um, you're you're gonna get a blue screen. The way I I summarize. Um, Windows 7 series phone mobile 7 7 um, is uh, basic, basically like what we were saying in what they're trying to market to by saying how all the commercials had they were playing on the fact that everybody is spending too much time staring at their phones and the whole point of Windows Phone 7 is that you can get in and, and get out and get on with your life um, and everybody was pointing out well the reason I spend so much time looking at my phone is because it's really awesome and I like it a lot and it's kind of cool and I enjoy it. Um, and uh, as more people pointed that out, it's becoming more and more apparent that Windows Phone 7 is not marketed to necessarily compete with the iPhone um, for the people who want an iPhone. It's to compete with the people who currently have feature phones and haven't taken the step into smartphones yet. You're not going to get an Android user as, as, as far as my, you know, ridiculous statements go. Uh, you're not going to get an Android user to switch to a Windows Phone 7 and be completely happy with it. You're certainly not going to get an iPhone user that loves their iPhone and uses all their applications to do the same. But uh, this is for you know your parents who are still using feature phones. This is for people who don't care, who use their phone to make phone calls or you know to check their email real fast or whatever. They're not the kind of person who, at, say, your lunch break at work, will just whip out their phone and play with it for 20 minutes. And I think it's even more so being to the, the common person, because uh, I know they, there's been a big push for the Xbox stuff on the Xbox. I, the, you, you boot the thing up and they get, they, they're really pushing it. Uh, and yep. I, but I'm, I, I still don't see, there's like, there's like a mini version of Crackdown. It, it looks like just everything's a mini game version of everything you'd be playing on the Xbox. So I, right. I think they got a long ways to go to, to have a game store that's substantial enough uh, in comparison, especially calling it an Xbox, which has been, you know, known for what's known for the last few years. I mean, talking about Halo uh, and all that other stuff. Um, and, and you're not really shrinking down that experience, or are you? You know, I mean, you got you got achievement points, I guess, is the big thing. Yeah. So. No, no. So, Chuck, do you know anything about uh, how difficult it is to develop for this yet? Uh, no, I. You know what? I, I bet the uh, the. Uh, it's probably it's probably under the same same guidelines as uh what is that the uh, XBLA the the uh, the uh, Xbox Live Arcade 
format. Oh right. So I think yeah, yeah. I think it's been looped in with that. I don't don't call me on that. I'm not haven't been following the development of this one as as, as much. So uh, yeah, I think it's gonna you know uh, none of us are getting it. I don't think. But um, you know it'll be interesting. I, I just realized our Carly's still in the background here. Um, <laughs> I'm just, huh? Um, uh, about that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I need to find find a place that doesn't have just dummy phones so I can test it out because that yeah, really they need to you know for people to actually see it's something that they would use you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one last story I had marked. If you guys want to add anything, uh, Google TV still having problems. Um, Fancast.com backdoor to Hulu video got closed and sci-fi started blocking too. Really? You can't even get ghost hunters on this thing and they expect people to drop 300 bucks for, uh, this box. When do the next, uh, units come out? Is it, do, are there dates on it? Cause I know, you know, obviously Logitech isn't the only hardware manufacturer making, uh, boxes for this. When, when did the next boxes come out? That's I, what I'm really curious about. I haven't really, I haven't really heard anything, uh, uh, beyond, uh, what we've seen. Um, well, doesn't Google TV have their own kind of site for it? And of course, I find myself searching for it in Bing. <laughs> Somehow that defaulted what? over here. I think there's a Bing ferry that's been uh, taken over. Um, yeah, Wikipedia. They have all the answers. No, yeah, all I've ever heard was uh, uh, Sony and Log- Logitech so far. I don't even know who else is partnering with them. Huh. Yeah, I, uh, hmm. Yeah, on their website, you can, uh, there are two ways to get a Google TV. You can get a standalone TV, the Sony Internet TV, or you can buy the Logitech Review or a Sony Internet TV Blu-ray. All three of these are insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. And apparently all three of them have absolutely no video content except for YouTube. <laughs> Is that well, where we are right really now? That's really all you need. Well, it, it, I, I've heard a little bit more that they, uh, they have well, of course, it's a, it's a web browser. So anything that you know, aside from those specific network sites that have been blocking it, I mean, it has a full supported Flash browser. Uh, so really, any of the what the Vimeos and the and the and the YouTubes and the, hell, you can go to Daily Motion if you really want to find this stuff. So we're back to it being web TV, but now there's flash <laughs> video on the web, so it's web TV with the new web. Yeah, yeah, and it only interfaces with your DVR if you have Dish Network, which is a five dollar fee every month, even though you pay three hundred dollars for this box. I really go back to it. I, I've been thinking about this week. Like, is this like the biggest kind of dead or on arrival? Uh, product by a company like Google? Uh, it seems like it's, it's, it's too easy to be shoveled away, uh, with all the other personal consumer TV devices. Like, what well, doesn't Western Digital have some kind of, uh, some kind of box that nobody uses? Um, I mean, there, there, there's a bunch of these in Best Buy, but nobody's, nobody's picking these things up because they don't know about them or they, they seem too difficult. I'll be really excited to see the sales numbers. <laughs> Really, really excited, and, and you know, yeah, it's going to come down to the only people that bought any of these are, are people that we listen to on tech podcasts. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, and they bought them to see how terrible they were. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard a glowing review anywhere by anybody of any of these devices. Nobody, nobody is excited, and honestly, it's a shame. I mean, I was, I, I'm excited about the prospect of it. I'm, all, I'm excited about, you know, Android is open source and it's cool. There's a lot of stuff you can do with it. You can hack the crap out of it, and that's fantastic. But I can't access the Google TV software, um, and I can't buy it unless I spend uh, 
six, seven hundred dollars, whatever it is, to get a Logitech review. Three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred. It's three hundred. <laughs> I think, I'm providing although, bad press by over exaggerating. Um, <laughs> but it, like, it's that bad that I don't, I don't even care how much it is. I just know it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, think, it's a sad day for Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know, for, of course, last last week we all got our email about the Google Buzz lawsuit. Now this wave got canceled by those poor Australians out there. Um, but hey, that data center in North Carolina. <laughs> What's this? this this like Black Ops data center in uh, North Carolina. What's that? Well, that's that's my my exciting um, Google S news because that's actually an Apple data center that everybody's kind of scratching their head. It is. It's like a multi-million dollar data center. They bought out some old lady on her farm, I think. <laughs> and uh, and word is that it is uh, ready and raring to go right around the corner. So, I uh, what are what are your uh, Food, food for food for conversation. What are your your ideas on what this thing could be used for? You say it was, it's Apple that bought it, right? That's yes. Uh, well, yeah, what well, 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 maybe this is finally La La. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's, the La La farm a, a that we've all been. For those that don't know, La La is the service that uh, you could sync your library with them, and they would provide a streaming service for the music you actually owned or purchased. Yeah. Um, it was basically so you could in, instead of the the current model, which is a pretty old model, it's it's really like the the original Napster model. Is the mm. idea that you have all the music on your computer, you have rights to that music, but you can only play it on your computer. And if you like go elsewhere, you don't have access to it. You end up using something like um, RDO or um, or Pandora or Groove Shark or anything like that. But you don't have access to your own library, and this has been a big deal with the. Um, Working with the recording industry and all that, um, uh, there's that service in the UK that they have that we don't have access to. Can't remember the name of it. Um, it's escaping me to um, begins with an S. I want to say, um, you know, I, then I wonder about stuff like that. And, and lately, I've been experimenting with Zumocast. Uh, Chachi's been helping me a little bit with that. Um, you know, the, do, do we really need something like that when we can just stream right off our hard drive? And actually, I haven't tried music on here. I know the Orb player was a little weird. Um, well, the nice thing about about um, things like Lala and being able to basically say, like, I own this file for whatever reason, so give me the rights to play it from wherever I am. Uh, it means that you don't have to... Like, it's one of those things where I, I put streaming music from your own computer up there with connecting your computer to your TV, and that's good enough, and you don't need an ITV or an or a Roku box or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that, like, we can do it, sure. But, you know, the perfect service is something that you don't need to know any... is a service in which you don't need to know anything technical about it for it to work. You should be able to sign up for a service. It looks at your hard drive or your purchases in iTunes or something like that. And there's an iPhone app. There's an iPad app. There's uh, apps for Android. There's uh, a browser interface, and it means that no matter where you are in the world... Um, you can access the music that you own, which is a win-win for everybody. It means that you can access your music anywhere you are, and you don't have to worry about it. And you also don't have to worry about taking out, you know, 500 gigs on your hard drive for all the music you own. Uh, but it also works for the publishers in that they can have a whole lot more control over all the licenses and all the copyright protection. And they can do whatever they want, and they can make it as difficult to copy as they want um, because they have they have the file. You don't have the file. You have mm-hmm. it streaming. 
but you have it streaming at, you know, on a whim. So just as much as I can open up iTunes right now and play any song I want, I should be able to log into a, an interface that says, yes, you, you, you know, you bought the rights to this song, you own this song in some form or fashion, here you go. Kind of, kind of said, I mentioned the, the Zumo cast. Uh, I've been playing with Orb. I, I think I, I've, I've complained about Orb and them changing what their app was and how difficult they were. Uh, I was actually introduced to Zumo cast because we were looking for a way. We had WMV previews at work and, uh, it was needed to get on an iPad. And I've installed it to try it out. I don't think I, I touched a setting on, on my Mac, downloaded a free app, and plus they have a website. Here's a, I could never get music to work on, uh, on, uh, on, on Orb. And here's Johnny Cash right there. First time I tried it. You know, easy as hell. Zumo Cash. Go check that out if you guys are right. It works on, let's say, iPad and like a web browser. And, uh, you can watch movies. I know Shashi's been using, uh, the service and, uh, he was watching movies off of my hard drive. Um, sure it, it, it worked out pretty good, right? It did. Um, it was like using any other streaming media website. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Um, and the music works just as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, if you got that cache of media, it's a, it's a, it'll convert anything. So, there you go. Um, and, you know, I have somebody that, you know, I, I, I've kind of been, you know, before everything became online and streaming everywhere, I, I was kind of a hoarder of my media, you know. I have, you, Chacha, you've seen the stacks of CDs and, and now they're available to me. And not having to fill my 16 gig uh, iPhone, so yeah, so, uh, and, and certainly um, devices like the uh, the MacBook Air with uh, relatively smaller hard drives. Well, I mean, extremely smaller hard drive compared to what we're used to with solid state drives or not solid state drives. Uh, you know, old spinny type hard drives um, is speaking to faster boot access, so you can access the web faster because everything is in the cloud to some degree. Uh, I think another <clears throat> potential usage for this data center would be uh, actually turning MobileMe into some kind of feasible, like, something that people actually want to buy and use. Something that's worth $100 a year? Yeah, something that's worth $100 a year. Like, for instance, because um, we can see that uh, on the Mac, like with the Back to My Mac, or Back to the Mac uh, event, they're pushing the desktop to be a little bit more like the iPad experience, and they're taking things from iOS and trying to push them to the desktop, basically learning their lessons and saying, you know what, this works really well. Um, I really like the idea, just as much as my iPhone, um, my old iPhone, is the one. It, 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 I woke up one morning, it was Christmas morning, actually, and it was black, it was dead. It didn't work at all. Um, but I had backed up my iPhone. And so when I got a new iPhone, all I had to do was plug it into iTunes, and it was like it had never happened. Um, and I really like the idea of having a set-it-and-forget-it system for the desktop. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know how much time it takes. You buy a new computer, and you have to set it, you get, get all the software in there, set all your customizations and stuff like that. What if you buy a new Mac, you log into your account, and it spends, you know, maybe it takes a few hours to bandwidth is slow, but um, it just resets everything up, especially with integration to the App Store. It would basically re-download all the apps that you would purchase through the App Store, mm-hmm. and your desktop would be, you know, like you had just turned on the computer you always do. Uh, you, you mentioned how, how uh, iTunes handles that. Uh, another another good example of that is what the Android does. Because um, I've, I've heard of people upgrading from one Android phone for another. Chachi, you know, hopefully when you, you get your upgrade, you'll experience the same thing there. 
uh, where you log in with your Google account. It has your wallpaper. It has everything. Yep. Right off the bat. Yeah. Or uh, if, because the one caveat to the whole iTunes syncing thing and um, the Android syncing thing, too, possibly, maybe not. I don't think so, actually. Um, like, if I hadn't synced to iTunes recently, I would be screwed. Mm-hmm. But if you could sync over the air, that would be kind of a big deal. But at the same time, you're risking what happened with uh, Danger when everybody's um, sidekick accounts went haywire and they lost all their data. Well, we wonder why nobody bought it, Ken. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent well I, I think unless you guys have anything i think that wraps up everything we wanted to talk about this week um i'll be uh, a little bit of a programming note next week uh we got a little bit of a filming schedule uh overlap so we'll be moving the show either till sunday or thursday we're still kind of hashing that out uh stay tuned to sorgatronmedia.com for everything going on there and uh, be sure to follow uh, at AwesomeCast and uh, at Sorgatron Media uh, for all the updates. we got a contest going, o- going on for a free head PE CD, uh, if you guys want to check Ooh. that out. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, Rob, what's going on with you this week? Um, people to check out. Well, we've got an uh, uh, evening with PodCamp Pittsburgh, which is sold out. So if you're not already it's a good going. Good thing I got my ticket. Uh, we're having that at uh, at uh, space, not the space. They prefer to be called space uh, this Thursday evening, uh, and that'll be pretty cool, Mikey and Big Bob. Um, and uh, on that, uh, more secret projects that I can't talk about. So I'm back to that schedule. <laughs> oh, you're pretty secret. Into that, the secret project stage uh, of the your secret work. project stage. And then next week we have more uh, shooting of the baristas. That's right. Yes, That's right. Excited for that. I am. Uh, Me too. The, the 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 first footage came out and I'm very excited to see where that's going, um, internally at least. Um, and in the evening, the podcast, of course, will be filmed. We'll be up over there, podcastpittsburgh.com, uh, getting the session videos back up. So look for those coming up this week. Chachi, what's coming up with you? I understand you have some fan questions over on that other show that you do. Right. Um, last week I did the first. Uh, viewer request show mm-hmm. if you will um basically i told people to give me topics that they'd like to see me talk about and they did and i did um the first episode was the history of sausage <laughs> and my opinion on pen dot <laughs> translation uh first half chachi reads wikipedia um right <laughs> So, uh, it, it's been an entertaining show. There's your, your rather long one of, uh, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Power, I think we called it, was interesting this week. So everybody go check that out, chachisays.net. Um, and, uh, I'm over and then we lose him. And then he's gone. There's a problem with wow. the call. Wow. Jeez. Even a handshake. <laughs> just got up and left. He's just like, and I'm done. It's time for Glee. I'm out of here. Have we got eight minutes till Glee. This is the, this is the closest we've had it. Anyways, uh, check out everything going on, sorgatronmedia.com. Like I said, there's a Twitter contest that going on over there for a free CD. Uh, and it's the awesome cast. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a different time next week. And uh, we'll see you then. And everybody, have fun watching your iCarly. See you then.